Great evening, folks. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Millionaire Midnight Rant podcast, and the title is, I want to share with you one of my biggest life lessons before earning my first million. Okay. I want to share with you here tonight. I think it's important. I apologize for my yawn here. Today was a tremendous day. Got a lot of work done. And of course, we're making a ton of money here, but that's not important. What's important is this conversation that I'm about to have with you about the biggest lesson that I learned, that I really not just learned, but I mastered right before making a million dollars. And let me share something with you. When you hear about it, it's very simplistic. You know, many people believe, such as yourself, that it's so difficult. Like, I'm not saying it's not some challenges, but, you know, we believe it's so difficult to make a million dollars. And we feel that we must do something just astronomical to achieve that and what I've realized because obviously I've been broken I've been rich so I've been on both sides of the coin is that honestly it's just very simple things it's very simple things that we must do repeatedly to make things happen and I'm sharing one with you I'm gonna share one with you tonight was just a game changer and it's nothing that you haven't heard before but I hope that the repetition of hearing this is going to compel you to actually do it. Because it's it doesn't make any sense for people who are truly committed to becoming a millionaire or becoming wealthy for it not to happen. You know, believe it or not, it's it's a ton of people on the planet. They don't want to be rich. Some people are very okay with their job. They're okay with their life. It's just okay. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. You know, I'm never here to berate people that have jobs if that's what you want to do. Or if you want to live just, you know, regulatory, just average lifestyle. Um, no. If you're happy... That's that's important, right? It's more important to be happy than to have the money. But, however, if you are determined to be wealthy, if you are determined to make your first million, if you are determined to have options in life to be able to do the things that most people won't do, be able to do the things that most people would never even dream about, then this conversation is going to be very important to you. Okay, so before I get started here, of course, I'm going to show you some love. And that's you, talking to you. Um, let me give you a shout out. Go ahead and comment your name here below. And shout out to Lana. Happy birthday. She's one of the young ladies that work for me. And today is her birthday. So send her some love. Everybody comment the word happy birthday. Lana, 
in the comments below. Other than that, go ahead and comment your name below. Hey, Angelique, how are you? Rosa Mary. Aloha from Hawaii. Hey, D, how are you? Felicia. Samuel. San, how are you? Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Go ahead and comment your name below so I can give you a shout out, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Mike, how are you? Hey, Daniel. Uh, Rosemary, how are you? Ayana from Richmond. Dan DeMann. Bahrain, okay, Bahrain is in a house. On a mission. Honey, hey honey, how are you? And make sure you take notes, really write this down. And like I said, I, I, I promise you dollars to donuts, you've heard me say it before, but you'll notice that some of my rents, they're repetitive and I'm repetitive strategically. It's not that I'm running out of things to say. <laughs> um, I just realized that the things that are necessary for you to do to get the life that you want you just need to apply it and you need to consistently apply it. And for me to drill that into your head, I have to repeat it sometimes. It's just like going to church, you know. Usually the pastor or the ministers, they're always my dad was a my dad's a pastor, so you know, it was the same message basically every Sunday. All right, so that's what we're doing here tonight. Hey Brittany, how are you? Lucas Isabel, how are you? Okay. Rainbow. All righty. Natalia from Russia. Wow. I love it. Hey, Wes from Texas. What's going on? How are you? Carlita, how are you? All right, so write this down. Listen, so, you know, this really... Ivory Coast is in the house. Um, you know, this is one of the biggest lessons. It took me a very long time to apply it because I didn't truly understand it. What I want you to understand is that, you know, this type of information, this type of programming, like you know, programming the mind and conditioning the mind, unconsciousness and subconscious. It's fairly new to most people, okay? It's fairly new to most people. You have to understand that like a lot of you, your parents didn't teach you about your conscious mind, your unconscious mind. Your parents didn't teach you about emotional intelligence. Your parents didn't teach you how to redirect your anger and your parents didn't teach you how to monitor your thoughts or your words. So, um, as adults, we are learning this new way of thinking because the new way of thinking leads to new realities, okay? So I want you to understand is that because it was for me, like in my 20s, it's like I knew what to do, but I just didn't do what I knew I was supposed to do consistently. How many of you have that problem? You know, it's not like you don't know what to do to make a million dollars. You know, think about it. Just if you chuck it down, 
a million dollars is like three thousand a day. Three thousand a day is like ninety grand a month. That's that's like one point two million. So you know, it's not like it's impossible. Like we know what we can do. The issue is, it's just a battle with the mind, okay? And actually doing it and doing what we need to do consistently. So, so write this down. This is one of my biggest lessons that I learned right before becoming a millionaire, and it just changed everything for me. It changed my bank account, changed the cars I had in the garage, changed the houses that I own, changed the amount of vacations I took per year. It changed the people around me. Changed everything, honestly. And it's this. You get what you think about most. Write that down. You will get what you think about most. Write that down. Like whatever you have in your life, whatever you have in your life right now, is because you thought about it. And whatever you think about most of the time, is what you tend to attract in your life. I'm going to prove it to you. I remember, so from the age of 21, that's when I made a decision I wanted to be rich because I was terminated from a job, right? Before that, I thought I was going to climb the corporate ladder. And I was fired. I said, okay, I need to be rich. I need to start a business. And for so many years, you know, I was going to so many different opportunities, network opportunities, internet marketing opportunities, just all type of opportunities, right? If it was an opportunity, Western Virgin was there, Okay. You know, I sold knives, I sold vacuum cleaners, I used to go to door-to-door sales, and that's brutal, by the way, that's the worst, right? And it's like nothing was working. It's like I was never making sales, I was never making money, and I felt that I was just stuck at a job with no hope. And, you know, let me tell you something, it took me a very long time to understand this that you get what you think about most because at the age of 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, obviously I wasn't reading books at that time. However, my thoughts at the age of 21, 22, and 23, and 24, and 25 were, this is just not working. Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be very transparent with you tonight. Like, I remember when I got into this one company called Prepaid Legal. I don't know if you remember this. It's an old company. It's network marketing. And I remember getting involved. I remember paying my, you know, you're paying your little monthly or your little entry fee to get in. I remember passing the tests to become a legal insurer. Like, I can give people legal insurance. It's so weird. And I couldn't recruit anybody for anything. Like, I couldn't get anybody to join the business. I think network marketing is a great example because I think a lot of us, including yourself, has been in some type of network marketing organization, some MLM, right? 
Almost everybody has. Um, and I couldn't get anybody to come into the business. I would talk to people at the malls. I would talk to people at restaurants. And you know what I would do at the end of every day? This is a true story. I would say to myself, why is this not working? Like, it's like nobody wants this opportunity. No, one's, no one wants to get in. <laughs> right? Like, you know, no one wants to buy my stuff. No one wants legal insurance, I guess. I don't think this is going to work. You know, no one wants to make an extra thousand dollars a week. Everybody says it's a scam. You know, I don't. I don't think nobody wants this stuff, man. I, I don't. I don't think it's gonna work. And what was very interesting. Every opportunity, anything, any business that I would get involved with, I had the same attitude. Like whenever I didn't get the outcome, you know, whenever the the opportunity, the business would tell me, okay, do this, do this, and this. And I would go and do it, and I would fail. And I'm like, man, this is not working. I talked to 10 people today. Everybody said no. People ignored me. I don't think nobody wants this stuff, man. I talked to my mom. I talked to my dad. They don't want to get in this stuff. You know, I don't. family and friends, you know, it's a great opportunity, but no one wants to get in. I don't know if this is going to work. I think I'm in the wrong thing. How many of you can relate? The point is, I didn't even give myself an opportunity to win because I was already declaring that I lost. And I didn't realize that even though I had an intention to bring in money to the business and make money and bring people into the company, at the, at the end of every day, I would just rant and complain about how no one wants to get in. No one wants to buy my stuff. No one's answering the door. No one's answering my phone call. Everybody tells me no. And let me tell you one word that really just killed me. I would say everybody. How many, how many of you are victim to that? You know, we tend to say, man, no one wants this. Everybody says no. Everybody? <laughs> or no one wants this stuff. No one wants to buy today. No one, no one, right? You got to be very careful with those words because those are called generalizations. Uh, you got to be very careful because when you tell the mind, the mind takes you literally, right? If you say that no one wants my stuff, no one wants my services, no one wants my products, it's not, you know, no one or everybody doesn't want this then your brain assumes that no one on the planet wants it. So what's the purpose of moving forward? Are you with me? Like if everybody's going to tell you no, if no one wants this stuff, no one wants your product or your service, then why would your brain conjure up reasons for you to stay in the business or to persevere through the opportunity to build a skill? Does that make sense? Okay, are you with me here? So I didn't realize that I was doing it to myself. Right? I was the reason why I was just felt I was going in this this loop of failure, right? The cycle of failure. Because I didn't realize that I was thinking about losing more than winning. Like, listen, 
I don't know if you ever did door-to-door sales. I know most of you have not, but I've done. You know, when you go out there and you knock on a couple of doors, before you even knock on doors, you have the intention that people are going to buy from you. You may be excited. Even salespeople, like they're excited at the beginning of the day. Yes, I'm going to make all these sales today. I'm going to make $20,000 today. I'm going to make $40,000. i am going to do this. I'm going to do this. You're excited, right? You may be excited for your business, your opportunity, whatever, life in general. But then you start knocking on the doors, and then you get the first no. And you're like, okay, that's all good. It's all good to me. Come with me. So then you're knocking this person's door. They don't ask for the door. You know they're here. Because you can see that big old head watching the TV. <laughs> you're looking through the windows. And they don't answer the door. Then you go to door number three. They answer the door and they say, man, don't come to my house no more. And slam the door in your face. So at this point, you're like, man, what the, what the hell's going on? This is when you start the internal dialogue. You start to say, well, what's going on? I mean, man, I guess no one wants to buy today, but you only been to three houses. Are you with me here? <laughs> Listen, this is relatable with anything. It's like starting an internet business. You start a brand new internet business. You watch one of my videos. You watch the Wesley Virgin video on how to make money online. You begin. You're excited. Of course you are. Just spend some money with me. You're excited to make some money. So you go through the video, you watch it, and you apply what you see in the video. And now you get ready to do it. And after 24 hours, no sales. And you're like, okay, well, mm, no sales today. Okay, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. So the next day, you're excited, start again. You even watch the video again just to make sure you didn't miss anything. And you apply the techniques again. No sales. Now you start to... See, listen, you're talking to yourself this entire time. Now you begin to question yourself. Okay, am I doing something wrong? How many of you are witness to this? Be honest. <laughs> I mean, it happens like on autopilot, unconsciously. Am I doing something wrong? It's only day three. Right? You just started. It's day three. Now you're thinking that you're doing something wrong. So, you watch the video again, you apply the techniques again, and on day four, you still don't make money. And then you're like, man, this shit don't work. <laughs> Whoa! Look at that. Some of you within a week of any opportunity, anything that you start new, man, it's not working, man. It hasn't even been a week yet. Man, it's not working. It's not working. Write this down. You get what you think about most. Are you with me here? You will get what you think about most. Listen, let me tell you what I started to do. So at the age of 29, 30, you know, it took me a while to really get it. What I started to do, I started, I said, okay, Wesley, what's my goal? What's your What's your top goal? You know, what is, what is the thing that you want most? And at that time, I wanted $5,000 per day. I wanted to earn $5,000 per day easily and effortlessly. Okay? I didn't necessarily want to work hard for my money. I wanted to make it easily without effort. Okay? Traveling the world. So that was my, my little mantra. And 
to prevent me from thinking negatively because it's so, listen, and I think a lot of you can relate. It's so easy to think negative, right? It's just like these negative thoughts, they just pop out of nowhere, right? You want to do something positive, then these negative thoughts come running behind you, right? So to prevent that, what I did was, you need to write this down, by the way. I begin to repeat it repetitiously. Like, I begin to say, I'm so grateful now that I make $5,000 per day easily and effortless. I would say it over and over and over again, like all day, as much as humanly possible, honestly. Like, if I was in my bed, I would say it to myself quietly. When I would wake up, I would say it to myself quietly. When I would go to work, drive to work, I would just say it. And I realized something by saying it, I was, I got to the point, that's all I was thinking about. Like I didn't allow myself to think about anything else because I kept saying that. Does that make sense? So listen, your so-called problems and challenges and issues that are taking place in your life, the only reason why they're there in your consciousness or your unconsciousness it's because of you, like you keep repeating that thought and you keep thinking about that image of whatever that is. That makes sense? You keep thinking about, oh, how am I fix it? How am I fix it? How am I fix it? How many of you are like that? You know, you keep saying like, how am I fix this? How am I fix this? How am I pay this bill? How am I pay this debt? How am I do this? How am I do this? So your mind and your thinking is only about how you're going to do the thing that you don't want to be in your life, right? The negative thing, the challenge, the, ad, the adversity, whatever it is, it's the thing. But you keep thinking about the thing because you're thinking about how you're going to fix the thing. So it begins to overwhelm you and consume your mind. You're only thinking about the thing. Even though to you, you're thinking, well, I'm thinking about how I'm going to Fix the thing. But the problem is the thing itself is making you feel negative, pain, down, sad, depressed. You get it? Like whatever that thing is in your life that is troubling you, finances, your relationships, your body, whatever. Does that make sense? Are you with me here, ladies and gentlemen? So what I did at the age of 29, 30 I just kept repeating my little mantra, what I wanted. I just kept saying, I'm so grateful now that I make $5,000 per day easily and everything by traveling the world. I'm so grateful that I earn $5,000 per day easily and effortlessly while traveling the world. I'm so grateful. I just kept saying it. Okay. And I did this for like, like years. Honestly. I just kept saying it, saying it over and over. And then it got to the point that I started to shout it. So when I was driving my 1988 Honda Accord, <clears throat> whenever I can roll up the windows because my windows were broken, <laughs> anybody can relate, I had no AC, right? So I would scream it. I would like, on the way to work, I would just scream it. I said, I'm so grateful now that I earned $5,000. <laughs> I mean, this is a true story. I used to say it, I was staying in an apartment down the street in the Galleria area here in Houston, Texas. And no lie, I would sit in my car in the garage and I would scream this for a good 10 minutes over 
and over and over again. And let me tell you something. When you're doing that, you're not thinking about nothing else. Like, it got to the point I wasn't thinking about problems. And I had problems. I wasn't thinking about challenges. And I had challenges. Adversities. I had adversities. I had barriers. I had all those things that were still taking place in my life. Things that didn't. I had bad credit at the time. Things I couldn't pay out. I mean, it was there. But the only thing I was thinking about, because I said it so much and I kept repeating it over and over again, was that I'm grateful that I'm making $5,000 per day. So that mantra just stuck in my mind. It's like, I give an example. If I ask you to say your ABCs, could you do it? You're like, of course, Wes, of course, I can say my ABCs. Well, my question is, when was the last time you had to say it? Like, when was the last time you had to say your ABCs from A to Z? Probably years. But for some reason, if I ask you to say it right now, you can do it. When was the last time you count from one to a hundred? Right? Maybe like in, in a decade. Right? Two decades, some of you. But for some reason, you can do it. Like just on autopilot, right? Isn't that crazy? Like, how does that happen? You made one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, let me tell you why. You gotta understand the brain. Think about how many times your teacher or your mother or your father taught you the alphabets? This is A, this is B, this is C. Okay, what is this? Um, B, no, this is C. Do it again, do it again. No, this is D, do it again, do it again. No, this is Z, do it again, do it again. A, B, C, D, E, G, do it again, repeat it again. Think about how many times you had to say your alphabets until you got it. A lot. So much that even though you haven't said it in years or decades, you can repeat it like it's nothing. So, and the only thing, listen, the only thing that you did was repeatedly are your parents or your teachers just repeatedly gave you this information. That's it. Like, there's no magic to this, right? Like, if I tell you to forget your ABCs, you can't. It's there. It's like it's ingrained. It's neuro-wired in your brain. And it's only there because of what? The repetition, that's that's about it. I mean, no one forced you to learn it. No one put a gun to your head and said, you better learn this or someone's going to die in your family. No, you just heard it over and over and over and over and over and over again. And you are forced to say it. Come at the word, say it. Yeah, your mom told you to say it. Say it again. Say it again. Write it down. Say it again. I remember I used to make my son, okay, he couldn't get his alphabets like how he wrote it. 
I would make him write it like five times a day. He hated it, boy. He couldn't stand it. I made him write it over and over and over again. Now he's a great writer. Now he has no problem writing. Listen. Repetition is the mother of skill, young people. I mean, this, this is the key to everything when it comes to mastery. You get what you think about most. Whatever your brain thinks about, like, you know what I'm going to do right before I go to sleep for about three hours? I'm, I'm going to repeat. I'm so grateful now that I earn $300,000 per day. I'm so grateful now that I earn $300,000 per day. I'm so grateful that I earn $300,000 profitably per day. I'm so grateful now that I earn $300,000 profitably per day. I just keep saying it over and over again. Even when I meditate now, I just keep saying it over and over and over. Because remember, your brain, <laughs> your mind, it is very different from what's happening in the outside world. See, the outside world, which we'll call the third dimension, the physical world, like you may not know how to make three hundred. I mean, I know how to make three hundred thousand dollars per day, but in your mind, it is full of possibilities. Okay, like the way to do it is there. You might not be conscious of it, but it is there. And if you consume your mind, whatever you think about, look. If you think that you're confident, say if you're a person that's not confident, but if you begin to say, "I'm very confident when I work. I'm confident around women. I'm confident around men." I'm confident when I speak in public, I speak in public easily. Like if you just keep saying it over and over, your brain will accept it. Your brain will accept anything that you repeat to it over and over again. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Come with the word value if you're getting value here tonight. I mean, this conversation right here is worth $100,000 here. Right? I mean, I'm giving you the jewel. I'm telling you, this is, listen, your mind is similar to what is called a servo mechanism system, okay? Your mind will lead you and attract to exactly what you put in it, Okay? It's like a heat-seeking missile. When a missile is, when you shoot it, when, a, when an airplane or a jet, a fighter jet, shoots a missile, well, it doesn't go in a straight line. Because it's following the heat. So that's why it's always correcting itself. It goes in this very squiggly line, right? It's like going left, right, up, down, right? It's not a straight line. When it's trying to fire at another fighter jet, same thing with your mind. Like it's not a straight target to the goal. Like certain things may happen in your life that you may think, well, why is this happening? This, this, this doesn't make sense. But it's happening because it's going to correct itself. But what's important for you is to ensure that you give the fighter jet or your mind the right instruction. Because remember, 
Whatever you think about most is what you're going to get in your life. You may want to be rich. You may want to be independently wealthy. But you think more about being poor, average, not having enough money, living from paycheck to paycheck, suffering, tired of working at your job, tired of dealing with your spouse, tired of dealing with your kid, tired of dealing with your parent, tired of this, tired of everything, tired of life. Make sense? So the question is, what do you think about most? And how do you know that? Look at your life. Look around, my friend. From where you live, what you drive, the money that's in your bank account, the people that are around you, the opportunity that you have. Well, those are the thoughts that you think about most. Everything that you see from a physical standpoint in your life is your thoughts. And those are your dominant thoughts. Am I making sense here? I'm going to go deeper here. Come at the word go deeper, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Come at the words go deeper. I mean, just look around. Look about what you wear. What do you put on your body? The type of clothes you wear, the car that you drive, the job that you have. Those are your dominant thoughts. Because your dominant thoughts are the thoughts that become tangible. Are you with me? It becomes tangible, man. You may have a job and say, man, I don't want the job. I want to hate my job. I, don't, I just, I don't want to leave my job. I mean, I, I want to leave my job. I hate my job. I just want to get out of here. Yeah. But at the same time that you don't want to be there, you're like, well, but I got to be here because if I leave here, I'm going to pay my bills. I'm going to do this. So I'm stuck. See, it's a thought. Some of you may say, I'm stuck, Wes. I hear this all the time on the rants. Wes, what do you do if you're stuck? So that's your dominating thought. You feel stuck in life. So a person that feels stuck, they can't move. They can't do anything. They can't do anything except what they're currently doing because they feel stuck. You get it? So you never do anything. You never take action. You never take consistent action towards anything. Because you just said that you feel stuck and you really believe you're stuck. Some of you feel hopeless. I've heard people say that on the rant. Wes, I just feel hopeless. I feel like, like nothing is working out for me. Think of, look at the words. Nothing is working out for me and I feel hopeless. <laughs> and you wonder why you're like Im- immovable. Like you can't, like if, if a person feels hopeless, what does a person need to think about to feel hopeless? What does a person need to think about to feel stuck? What does a person need to think about if they feel that they don't know how they're going to get out of this situation? Think about it for a second. What are the dominating thoughts of those type of people? I know what you're thinking, Wesley. Please save this life. It's powerful, is it not? But listen, I want you to be rational about this. Think with your own mind. This is very simplistic stuff. It took me a very long time to learn something that was like two plus two is four. It was very simple. But let me tell you why I rejected it because, let me tell you, because I heard it before. Because I used to go to the seminars, right? In the seminars, the millionaires will always tell you, hey, whatever you think about most is what you get. You got to be positive. You got to be optimistic. You got to be able to see your situation and see it better. I heard it a thousand times. 
But let me tell you why I didn't do it. Because I said, no, it can't be that easy. Like, come on. Come on. It just can't be that easy, right? Just my thoughts. So you tell them if I change my thoughts, then I'm going to make a million dollars. Come on. It got to be more than that. I got to start a business, right? I got to make money. I got to get customers. I got to understand accounting. I need an LLC. I need an S-Corp, right? <laughs> that, that was me, by the way. That's what I was thinking in my mind. I thought it had to be more difficult than that. And the reason why, because I was so broke at that time, I just couldn't even imagine making a million dollars. I'm like, I'm like what, what the hell am I going to do to make a million dollars? What can I do to make a million dollars? I'm just a poor kid from the south side of Houston, Texas. Poor black kid, never had nothing. I mean, I just had the regular average life. Parents did their best, but they didn't make a lot of money. They only made about twenty, maybe $30,000 a year combined. So how can I make a million dollars? I can't just think about what I want. How's that going to make it? How's that going to make things work? So I repudiated the notion that it was just more. I was like, nah. And it was unconscious, you know, because I was like, man, let me go try something else. Let me go try something. How many of you can relate? You know, you do something, you say, man, it's not working. Let me try something else. But let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this new thing. And then I finally capitulated. And it's just like I was enlightened. It's like when you feel at a certain moment in your life that everything just clicks and it's like you know exactly what you're supposed to do. And I knew it because it was in my mind, even though I wasn't acting upon it. And I looked around. I said, man, I'm driving a 1980 Honda Accord. I have this little bitty apartment with no furniture. Huh. No money in the bank account. I'm 30 years old. Got two children. Struggling. Can't keep a job. Huh. Maybe it's something I need to dig deeper about this. You get what you think about most of the time. Because honestly, every day I was just thinking about my life, man. I man, I can't wait till my life get better. I used to say that. Man, I can't wait I can't wait till my life gets better. I can't wait to be happy. I can't wait to make a million dollars. I can't wait to get out I just can't wait. I can't wait. And when you say you can't wait that means the situation that you're currently in, you hate it so much that you feel ungrateful. And that's not a great feeling to feel ungrateful about where I was. And I began to realize, because I started to get some intelligence, that the current situation was my own creation. Write that down, please. Like my current situation, like your current situation is your own creation. It was, I mean, it was like a, I was enlightened. You know, sometimes when you're sitting on the toilet and you get these ideas or you're taking a shower and you just, just pops in your mind. Well, I had one of those epiphanies and I was like, wow, my situation is my creation. Like I'm doing it to myself. 
It's not the mentor. It's not the program. It's not the course. It's not all these companies. Not the government. It's me. It's my thinking. I got to change it. So, like I said before, I just begin to say and focus on what I wanted. And when I say I focus on it, because I know some of you are like, what do you mean by focus on it? Well, I would just say it all the time. I just say it, and I would say it in my mind. I didn't always say it audibly. I didn't always just verbally say it. Sometimes I would just say it in my mind. I earned $15,000, per day, and then I earned $5,000. I would just say it. I would just mumble to myself. You know, when I have those times when you're not doing nothing, I would just say it. I said, I'm so grateful right now that I earn $5,000 per day. He's enough. I'm so grateful right now. I would just say it over and over. I said it maybe 200, 500 times a day. And I said it so much because I wanted to consume my mind. And I, obviously, I wanted to test it out. I want to see if this is really going to work. And I was committed to the process. For at least a year or two, I was just committed to it. I was just saying it over and 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 over. And over and over because I wanted to consume my mind with that statement. And I wanted to see if my brain was going to lead me to make that my reality. And let me tell you something. At the age of 35, I literally went from zero dollars to a million dollars in my bank account. I'll never forget the day or the night when I just saw my merchant processor because, you know, I own internet companies, right? And it was like 20000 a day, 30000 a day. I'm still on the air mattress, ladies and gentlemen. I was still on the air mattress. The money was going up every day, 30000 a day, 35000 a day, $40,000 a day, coming into the bank account. I'm still on the air mattress, ladies and gentlemen. I'm still meditating. I'm still going to the gym. Like the same routine I had for the past three years, I was still doing the same routine. I was walking around, still driving that old car, driving to the gym. And every day, 30000 minimum was coming into my bank account. Can you imagine that? You know? And it was so funny. All I asked was for 5000 But it's so interesting how things happen in life. I don't know. I mean, I just wanted five Gs because I, I, I knew why I needed that money because I knew the lifestyle I wanted to live. But, man, whew, it was like 10X, you know. And, I, you know, for weeks... I didn't act different. I was very quiet. At the same time, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe all this money is coming in. Wow, this is insane. I mean, I, I couldn't tell anybody. Like, for weeks, I didn't tell anybody, honestly. Because remember, I didn't have any friends. I wasn't hanging around people. I was by myself for a very long time, folks, for like at least two years, just alone. A lonely man. A lonely man in his dreams. And... Uh, <laughs> For weeks, man, I didn't say a, I didn't say a word to anybody. I would go to the gym, I would work out, and I I remember I would rush home so I could see how much money I made. 
And at that time, with one of my merchant processors, on your phone, you can get notifications for sales. So I would turn it on, and that would be my music for the gym. <laughs> I would just hear the bing, 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 bing. That was my sales just coming in. Bing, 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 bing. Let me tell you something. That was a beautiful, that's a beautiful sound. Oof. I mean, sales coming in every second to the point. Like, I didn't sleep for two weeks. True story. I did not sleep at all. I was refreshing on the air mattress. You thought you would have thought I would have bought a bed, but I didn't. For a whole month, you just stayed there. And then one day I said, all right, it's time to spend some money. I'll never forget the day. When I drove to the Mercedes dealership, just randomly, because I had a million dollars in my bank account, and um, no one knew. No one knew I went to the Mercedes. I went by myself. I didn't have a girlfriend. I didn't have a dog. I wasn't communicating with my parents. wasn't talking to my brother. wasn't talking to nobody. My even my children didn't know. They was too little. Right? They wouldn't understand anyway. And I remember driving up to the dealership, the Mercedes dealership here in Houston, Texas. No one knows who I am. I had some gray um, shorts on. And I think I had a seven-day fitness shirt on. I believe it was gray. And I rolled up. I think I have a picture of that somewhere on the Internet. And I rolled up. And I'm looking around. No one approached me. But this young black man, older man actually, he said, how you doing, young man? I said, hey, how are you? So you looking for something? I said, yeah, I'm looking to buy a G-Wagon today. Oh, really? Okay. Anyone you're particularly looking for? And I said, uh, yeah, let me look at this one outside. I looked at it. I did a test drive. And I think something happened that some reason, I don't know if that one got sold, but it couldn't sell it to me. And we walked on the showroom floor and I saw the most gorgeous G-Wagon of my life. And I said, oh, I said, what about this one? He said, Wesley, you in luck. I swear to God, this guy, the salesman, even the salesman got a story, you know, believe it or not, this sales guy, he had just got out of prison. I know it's a long story. Like like a couple of years ago, out of prison. He was very, very respectful. Amazing. Even this man today, he has his own hot dog shop. He's killing it right now. I mean, this man making a lot of money. He's, really, he's doing well. I mean, that's a whole nother story, right? But <laughs> listen, it was a brand new G-Wagon. I mean, that thing was Gorgeous. Gee, this is back in the day when everybody wanted a G-Wagon. I mean, G-Wagon was the truck, it was the car. And this thing was luxury, my friend. And he said, well, Wesley, you know what? The guy from Dubai that put the down payment, he backed out of the deal. So it's open. You want to go for it? I said, let's do it. And I remember when I told him how much money I make, he said, man, you make that much? Man, I need to do what you do. I said, you can, man. And that's when he had told a story about how he'd been in prison. And he had wrote a book. He put it on Amazon. And 
You know, he want to inspire. He want to start a hot dog shop. He want to do all this stuff, right? And of course, me being me, I gave him some encouraging words. I said, you can do it, my guy. Black man, you can do it. You can do whatever you put your mind to, man. And one thing about, you know, fellas, they get out of prison. They read a lot of books. So their mind is like right, most of them. Right. So they're ready to do something and they're ready to do something fascinating on the planet. And I remember we we wrote up the paperwork and the next day I brought him a check for a hundred thousand dollars. I mean the truck was a hundred and eighty thousand. I just financed eighty thousand and that night that night I took it home though. They ran my credit, you know, whatever. I mean, this was new money in my bank account because before it was like $1,000 a month ago. Then I had a mill, a milling, a mill ticket, right? And I took a picture. I have the picture somewhere. I'm going to find it for you. That was a defining moment in my life. I mean, you know, to put a down payment of 100 grand, like who does that? And I remember driving that G-Wagon. Damn, I'm like, man. And I was like, 30 days before this, I had a broke down Range Rover. I couldn't pay my bills on time. I had better, you know, and now I'm driving the car of my dreams. It was insane. Like I could, like I can almost, like it's almost it's like, it's like, I don't want to say I couldn't believe it because, like, I pictured that moment so much. Like, when I used to drive the Honda Accord, I used to, I used to have a picture of the G-Wagon hanging from the rearview mirror. <laughs> True story. I would look at that thing every day. And I was driving it. And I, and I felt weird because, like, I wasn't used to it. I wasn't used to being rich, obviously. You know, I'm driving this. $180,000 vehicle, people looking at me, watching me, and I'm trying to play a cool. And you know what song I was playing? Let me play the song. Let me tell you the song I was playing. It's funny. And I envisioned myself playing this song. I was playing the song Rick Ross, Sophisticated. You know what he says? I'm so sophisticated. Ba da 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 da. I'm the initiated. 80 million, a minute. I'm initiated. You know, with Mick Mill? Like, I don't know why I just liked that song at that time. But I was, I, I used to visualize myself playing this song. I'm so sophisticated by Mick Mill and Rick Ross driving the G. And I was playing it. I'm driving the G Wagon, playing Rick Ross, okay? And going into the garage and parking the car. And I remember when I would park it, I would look at it for about two or three minutes. I was like, damn, I did that. Like, I, like I'm like i rich. <laughs> I just was like, that's mine. I mean, this is my view. My God. And I was, just, I was just so grateful. And then a week later, I went down the street in the G-Wagon, of course, you know. Pulled up, looking good, looking fresh. And I went to get my first high rise. 
I walked in the office. I still remember the lady that got me my first apartment. Her name was Thais. I lived at Camden Post Dope. I'll tell you, folks, you know, it's all good. He's in Texas. If you, he's still, you, know. you know, it's so funny. I used to see Camden Post Oak, the high rise, and I'm like, damn, that's nice. I bet rich people stay in that high rise. I said, one day I'm staying here. You know, it's nice. I was like, man, they got the glass doors in front. They got a doorman. They got a valet. Because my apartment didn't have nothing. We didn't have a doorman. We didn't have a concierge. <laughs> what? I mean, you just came home and went to your apartment. Like, I can't even imagine living like I used to live now. Like, how I live now, I can't even fathom how I was living that way. Like, I mean, when I say living that way, like, in my old apartment, you can hear everything. You can hear through the walls. Luckily, I had quiet people. And the girl next door, I was kind of dating her off, you know. Right? But it, it, it was just... Like, to think about where I was living before, it's like, my God, I could never live this way. I can't believe I was living like that in that 700-square-foot apartment. And it was just so normal to me. It was just so normal and regular. And just to think about it now, I just can't believe I was living life like that. Like, who can live life without a doorman? Who can live life without a concierge? Like, who's going to park my car? I can't even imagine parking my own car. I can't park my own car. What? I just can't. I can't believe I was doing that. Right? <laughs> I'm spoiled, obviously. But I remember getting the uh, apartment and I was staying on the, let me see, the um, 12th floor. I was on the 12th floor. And um, I was like, wow, man, I made it. And, of course, I got myself an interior decorator and decorated my place. And I went to Best Buy and I spent $30,000 worth of, you know, funds for electronics and the TV and speakers and blah, 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 you know. And I stayed there for about, what, four to five years. And I moved up to the 18th floor in that place as well. And I remember something. I'm going to share this with you. I remember uh, when I wanted to move, I took a vacation. So at that time, this is when I had Lupe, who is my house manager. You've seen her on video many times, right? And I took a vacation with somebody. I can't remember. No, maybe I went by myself. Maybe I didn't take a lucky lady on this one. Uh, I went probably alone. And... When I came back, Lupe, that I love to life, she and her crew moved my entire apartment upstairs. Like, of course, they had the movers, but she orchestrated everything. So when I got back from vacation and I went to my new, my new place, 1807, I think that was my apartment, everything just, like, transferred up, everything, even the paint. On the walls were done. It, that was a great feeling. I mean, it's, that's the way you should move. I think that's the best way to move. The best way to move is to go on vacation, let somebody else handle it. You get back home, everything is done. 
And at that moment, I knew I was rich. I was like, man, only rich people can do something like this. I mean, come on now, let's go. Right? So I tell you that story that your life literally can change almost overnight. Okay? It can. It can change very quickly when you're doing the right thing at the right time. The point of this entire rant is this. You get what you think about most of the time. Whatever you're thinking about, however you feel about what you're thinking about, it's what you're going to get in your life. There are going to be times that you're going to feel negative. You're going to feel like, oh, it's not working. Listen, you have to mute those thoughts. Even if you think them, don't say it. Whenever you think, there was times that, yeah, of course, I would think, man, is this really going to work? But I wouldn't say it. I would say, you know what, this is working. So when I would have the thought, is this really going to work? I say, you know, this thing is working and it's working right now. I would say that. When I would feel that I wanted to quit, I said, I'm never quitting. I'm going to do this. I'm going to die trying. Does that make sense? But like I said before, I would just repeat exactly what I want. I got very laser focused on what I wanted. And this is why I continually talk about clarity as power. Like, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you want in your life, you got to just focus on that. And you got to figure out what that is. And I would suggest to have one thing first. I know some of you, you know, you want to create all these several things. But, you know, if you had a tough spot, you had a low spot, whatever you are in your life, just focus on one thing. One thing that if you would get that, it will affect other things in your life. I knew if I made $5,000 a day. Obviously, I wouldn't be broke anymore. I can pay my bills off, my debt off, my credit off. I can take care of my parents, take care of my kids. Make sense? Like that money that I wanted was going to influence everything in other parts of my life. So that's the only thing I thought about. That's it. I just kept saying it over and over again until it became a reality. Did you get value here tonight? Come with the word value. Did you learn something? How many of you are actually going to do it? Okay. This is why in my course, the Genie Script course, which I've had so many people purchase, over hundreds of thousands of people, maybe millions by the end of the year, is I suggest and instruct people to go through the program over and over again. Over and over again. I want you to go through it over and over again. Okay, And I get it. You don't want to go through it over and over again because you want to go through it one time and feel that you are an expert, but you're not. If you want to become a master of anything in life, you have to repeat the process over and over again. If you want to not just learn something and actually apply it consistently, you have to consume the information over and over again, just like your ABCs and your one, two, threes. You got to hear it every freaking day for years, at least months. And let me tell you something, magical things will take place. You know, I wish I could do a better job of explaining it to you. 
But let me tell you something. Magical things will start to take place in your life if you just focus whatever you want and you just repeat it. Like you 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 repeat it in the present. Like you you repeat it as if it's happening. So I would say I'm so grateful now that I'm earning five thousand a day. I was just like I'm grateful now that it's happening because your brain doesn't know the difference between the past and the future. It doesn't. It only knows about the present moment. That's it, and it doesn't know what's working and what's not working. It only knows what you tell it. So I was just telling myself that I was making this amount of money, and I kept saying it. Like some of you may say, oh, I'm broken, but you're not broken. I'm stuck. You're not stuck. I'm a loser. You're not a loser. Some of you say, I'm just not confident. No, that's not. It's just what you've told yourself. Your mind, your brain is not partial to information. Like it doesn't know the difference between good and bad. It only does what you tell it and it only reacts based off the environment. That's about it. Your brain is created to survive. It just wants you to live. Your brain is not for you to be successful. Like it didn't like it's not created for you to be successful. It's created for you to survive. Does it have the opportunity to allow you to achieve success? Yes. But it's just there to function, to keep your heart beating, to keep the blood flowing, keep the liver moving. You know, I mean, it's just for it's for survival. So whatever you tell the brain. Whatever you tell your mind over and over again, it just accepts it. Say, okay, this is what it is. And this is how we're going to react. Any questions for me here? Okay. Any questions for me here? Did you get value? So how did you get started with the with the processes to make money? Well, clickbank.com just signed up. It's free. The story of you making your first million would never get old. I know, right? This is the story I'm going to share in my seminars as well. It's a great story, and it's true. It's just, you know, it's like now I feel that I'm in that same zone right now and in my life right now because, you know, I'm moving to the next chapter of my life. And let me tell you something. It's a beautiful chapter. Um, You know, not only am I going to make a ton of money, obviously, but... I'm going to help so many people. And we're talking about millions of people per month that I'm going to get the opportunity to speak with and give them the, the opportunity to consume my information. It's just a new chapter for me. And I'm excited for me. I'm excited for myself. And I'm proud of myself because of my diligence, my discipline, and everything that I'm doing now because the vision that is just so clear in my mind that everything else don't really matter in my life except just the goal. That's what's more important to me right now. And I'm excited for it. And I want you to get excited for whatever your thing is. Okay? So when you focus on one thing, you only focus on the money in the beginning. I mean, I did. That's what I was thinking about. It's that. It's five thousand a day, hundred and fifty grand a month. Okay, because I'm pretty sure everybody needs and wants money, right? Kind of get an amen. Everybody wants money. We need it, don't we? 
So since you need money, focus on it. Make that your dominant focus. You still can think about your houses and your cars you want to build, but the dominant thoughts, the dominant thought. Remember, you get what you think about most, whatever the dominant thought that is in your mind most of the time is what you're going to attract in your life. Do you wish sometimes you could relive that day? No. Not at all. For what? <laughs> I'm already rich, bro. I'm good. Uh-uh. No. I'm Gucci. It's an energy drink good for you. Uh, What energy drink are you referring to? What's next here? I think I'm ordering me some Uber Eats or some DoorDash. Can somebody send me some Uber Eats? Something healthy, though, you know. Maybe some oatmeal, some eggs. <laughs> What's next? Started the program two days ago. I feel different. So positive. Let's go, Paula. I'm so happy for you. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to the family. Questions for me here. Red Bull? Uh, I don't drink Red Bull. So I wouldn't know, but I, I'm not a fan of energy drinks. I'm a fan of water. And juices, fresh juice. Questions for me, folks. And listen, I suggest you take this information actually apply. Just do it. You know, try it for six months. Just when you get up in the morning, just think about the goal. And think about the goal in a way that you've already achieved it. And just keep repeating it over and over. And listen, in the beginning, let me tell you something. It's going to feel that it's not working. You're like, man, it's not working. You know, with Ariella, um, Ariella, she works with me. She was the young lady that... I met on Instagram. She reached out to me because she wanted to work with me. And she was just a regular old young lady from New York City. Trying to make money just like you. And I had to train her mind. It was just a mind training, man. And I remember I used to tell her, I said, hey, you know, whatever your goal is, focus on it. Five thousand a day. Well, hers was five. I think. I think hers at that time when we created Duff Your Services was five thousand a day. You know, even five thousand a day was crazy for her. I remember when I first wired her thirty thousand dollars for the money that she earned. She couldn't believe it because we've never seen that amount of money in her life. Like I did one time like that, right? And I remember her little money was just five thousand a day. I said, just meditate on it. I said, Ariella, just meditate on it. I think she was meditating a little bit before she met me, but she really started to meditate when she met me because I was able to articulate why she should and why it worked. And let me tell you something. Even till today, I know when Ariella stops meditating. I just know. Like right now, Ariella, she's only 30 years old. She's going to do $600,000 this month. 20000 a day. 20000 You know, she told me, she said, that's what I've been meditating on. But now, she might do more because she's been doing $30,000 a day. Like, she's in flow right now. You know why? Because she's meditating and her dominating thought 
it's twenty thousand dollars a day, thirty thousand a day. That's just that's all she's thinking about. So everything in the universe, including her team, the people that she collaborate with, her daily life, it's aligning with the goal. That's just how the universe works, folks. Don't ask me how and why. It's just a universal law. You know, whatever your dominating thought is, the best way I can explain it to you from a scientific standpoint is we have something that's called the reticular activating system that is in everybody's mind. That system controls your focus. Whatever you focus on, that reticular activating system has to be engaged. It controls what you focus on in your life. And when you focus on that, it expands, whatever that is. And the universe will bring you things based off what you're focusing on in your life. Okay? Mm, what's next here? Any more questions for me here? Shout out to everybody. We got up to 100 people tonight. That's awesome. Wait till we have 100 million people. It's going to be life-changing, huh? Like, can you imagine having 100 million people on the rant on Instagram? It's happening right now. I know some of you don't see it, but it's happening. It's done. Tommy, he's just, just sit back and watch. Ask your questions now. Because once I have 100 million people, man, it's just like, I don't know. I can't get to your questions. Hey, Tiffany, how are you? <clears throat> What's the next question for me? <clears throat> Do you have any people that you coach, train that failed? And if they did, can you explain why they failed? Yeah. I know two ladies. Two ladies that I attempted to coach. Let me tell you something. I'm a tough... I'm a tough man. I'm a tough mentor. Okay? You know, when ladies meet me, they meet the... Casanova Wesley, you know, the the charming man, the man that loves to smile. I gaze in your eyes and, you know, I make you feel good because, you know, I'm just, I'm flirtatious by nature, but I'm just a charming man. I'm very charismatic, you know, people just gravitate towards me, especially women, if I want them to. And <laughs> women just think I'm like this, right? However... When we start to work together in a business capacity, I'm very different. Almost like night and day. So it was these two young ladies. When you, when you, both of them want to start a YouTube channel. And both of them smart. They had the speaking skills. They had the intellect to do it. However... They One of them It was very difficult for her to take instructions Like I would tell her to do something And like if I tell you to do something in business I expect you to do it And if you don't do it I'm going to get on that ass I'm going to be honest with you And I don't care who you are and I don't care how cute you look and how beautiful I would get on that ass. Because when it comes to business, I don't play. 
Because it's just not my business, your business as well. You want your business to grow. You want your business to develop. So I care about it. And I care about your business. I want you to, to do well. And this young one young lady, she couldn't take it, man. She couldn't take it to the point that she blocked me and blocked me here and blocked me in. Long story short, she quit. She stopped. She thought this. Uh, well, I'll tell you the story, the brevity. We started the YouTube channel and we. she was creating the content. I was editing the content, uploading. She got upset one day because I said something to her. And I guess she didn't like my tonality. And this woman changed the passwords of the account on the YouTube channel, right? <laughs> Trying to lock me out. I guess she was going to show me. I'm going to show Wesley. You don't talk to me like that. Blah. Like, I didn't curse her out. It just... I All right, I'm back. I hold people accountable, right? And she thought she was going to lock me out and continue to create videos. But what she don't know about Wesley, billion dollar virgin, not only am I a savvy internet marketer, one of the best that I've ever marketed on the internet, I was a computer engineer, which means I'm very technical, which means if I want to hack your account, I can if I want to shut down your Instagram account, I can. If I want to turn on your little ring in your house, I know how to do it. Yeah, of course, I don't do it, but I, I, I have the knowledge. So she thought she locked me out. Obviously, I had a back door in, and I deleted all the videos. I said, well, if you're going to start by yourself, you're going to start from scratch. And she tried to. She did. But she failed. She stopped, just like I knew she would. Right? <laughs> And then another young lady, she created a channel. Same deal. But she just bitched and complained all the time. Wesley, why am I getting views? Well, Wes, I thought it would take off faster than this. And I said, you know what? I'm done with you. I'm just done. I'm done with you. Done deal, holy feel. <laughs> And, um, yeah, because I can't, I can't work with a person that complains. And I don't care about your problems, by the way. That's another thing. I don't care about your problems. Like, if you want to be a mentor, you want to do business with me, you better check your problem at the door. You tell your problems to your psychologist or your therapist, not to me. I'm here to make money. So I don't care if you got a problem with your kids, you got a problem with your hood, you got a problem. I don't, I don't care. Like, when I want something done, you better get that shit done. And if not, I'm not going to work with you. Because I don't want to hear what's going on in your life. Everybody has something going on in their life, so who cares? I'm not your counselor unless you're paying me. Okay? So that person quit, too. So, yeah. Hey, Tia. We have some quitters, for sure. And we have some people I just had to let go. You know? Just had to let him go. I could tell you another story about a young man I gave opportunity to. He promised me he'll do this, he'll do this, he'll do that. Oh, Wes, I'm telling you. And I gave him an opportunity because I knew his father. <clears throat> you know, I loved his father. His father passed away, and I was going to give him an opportunity. He begged for an opportunity for a very long time. Gave him an opportunity. The next day, 
He said, man, Wes, you know, I'm just grieving too much. I can't do it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I didn't respond back to him. And I never will. Say, what me? When I'm telling you, you know, once he just crossed me, I'll waste my time one time. I'm done with you, dude. I am done. You can call me heartless. I'm like that with women, too. Like, if, a, if I'm with a woman and if she lied to me and I found out, let me tell you, if you lie to me, you better make sure you never get caught. And I'm a smart man, so you better be good. But if you lie and I catch you in your lie, you are done in my mind. I might still deal with you. I still sleep with you, but you're done. I, I don't even look at you the same anyway. Like, you're done because I don't tolerate it. Right? I don't tolerate laziness. I don't tolerate lying. You're done, deal, holy feel. So that's why I'm so grateful that I have lawyer people in my company, in my business. And if you found to be unloyal, we will do. I will deal with your ass, hundred percent. I don't care how much money you're making me. You got to go, folks. I'm going to let you go in a second because my battery power is going up. How do you teach others to be positive? They laugh when I say, "Come and try it." Uh, well, yeah. Stop talking to those people. Paula, don't talk to those people anymore. If they're laughing, they're laughing for a reason. Okay? What's next? Now I understand why you are a dangerous man. Oh, I am. I'm very dangerous. But not dangerous in the sense that I'm going to shoot you or fight you. No. I don't shoot. I don't fight. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. You'll never see me put my hands on anybody in life. I don't rock that way, but I'm very dangerous. I'm dangerous because I'm a very intellectual man, okay? Smarter than most. And not academia smart. It's just skills, man. I got skills. <laughs> I'm a dangerous man. I'm, even, I'm a dangerous man to date, too. You know, I tell some women, you, probably, you don't want to date a man like me. You know, not right now. Maybe later. Because I'm not a heartbreaker, but you're going to be in pain dealing with me. Because I'm going to tell you like it is. I'm going to be honest with you. You want to understand, I'm going to give it to you. I have no problem. I mean, come on now. Uh, all right, what's next? Oh, man. My, oh, my shoulder. My arm is... Killing me from today's workout. At one point, did you realize? Oh, oh my God, I need another massage. At what point did you realize you had to become a different person? The new Wesley. Uh, the attract a million dollars. I mean, I realized that in my 20s, obviously. Like, I already knew I needed to be different, but I just refused to do it. Because I was so buried to the old Wesley. Yeah. It was, I was just very familiar with the old guy. What is the success rate of your done-for-you services? You have to reach out to Ariella, but I'll say... 90% plus. Hey, Jen, how are you, Jen? Marula. T-Corn. All right, I got to let you guys go. Any more questions before I let you go here? Hey, if you got value, come to the word value, please. 
If you got any value, let me know that you're going to apply this. And if you don't mind, come back to the video and leave a comment. If you don't mind, just leave a review. It'll take a second. I will post this so you can listen to it again. Listen to this while you're in the gym. Listen to it before you go to bed. Listen to it in the morning. Listen to it when you're on the toilet. Listen to it as much as humanly possible. Why? You get what you think about most of the time. So whatever's, whatever your mind is inculcating, whatever your mind is assimilating, is what you're going to project. And it's what you're going to attract in your life. I love your life. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love and let's go.